Howdy doody. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being with me live today. You're here on Get Up With God. Hope you're having a great morning so far. We're going to get our week started right in the Bible. Getting the Bible, the week started the right way with the Word. Getting started in the presence of God. This is the best way to start your day, best way to start your week. And happy episode 100. I'm so excited. Today is episode 100 of our devotionals. Um, We've been going since... I believe September of last year and we started counting um, a couple episodes maybe a dozen or so episodes after we started but um, officially we're past 100 but this is officially episode 100 that we've been capturing these putting them on web the the uh, YouTube and Facebook all that kind of stuff so you're with me thanks for being live with me so glad that you're here this morning I'm really really thankful for everybody that's here that participates every morning and joins us live and shares the broadcast. We've reached tens of thousands of people. I mean, last month alone, over the past 28 days, 30 days, we've reached uh, right at 9,000 people. And, you know, over the past 100 episodes, we've probably probably reached over 10,000, oh, definitely reached over 10,000, probably close to 20,000 people. And, uh, that just motivates me, gets me excited about what we're doing, helping people out. But good to see you this morning. Hope you're doing well. Everybody that's on this morning, just want to say good morning to everybody. Good morning. Um, thanks for being live with me. Randy, God morning to you. Mar- Marcy, my mom, good morning. It's good to see you. Danielle, uh, Mama Connie, good morning. Danielle, good morning. Good to see you guys. Claudette, it's good to see everybody that's on. Petra, if you're with me, join me. Uh, and joining me comment let me know that you're here and don't forget to share the post you know on your Facebook or your YouTube wherever you're watching from Um, today's Monday the 14th of March and we're on finally episode 100 we've done 100 of these but uh, go ahead and share it take the time now to share it hit the like button um, get the word out that we're live right now um, it's early. This why, the reason I do these early is because people, a lot of people, get their day started early. And one thing I've done is started making these available on Apple Podcasts, so you'll see these live um, broadcasts that I do in the morning on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, um, all these different social media platforms. But then, as soon as we're done, it goes directly to Apple Podcasts, which is an audio resource. Um, it doesn't have video on it. But you can watch these live uh, in the morning, 6 a.m., you know, right at this time. But then right after or if you miss it, you know, or you watch it later in the day, you can listen on Apple Podcasts. It's a great way to listen in your vehicle. Um, There's no interruptions. There's no video or anything like that. You plug it into your car and it'll play the audio. And I I take this exact stream and put those on there. So those are available daily now, Monday through Friday. Um, So that's something if you want to be able to to listen to or if you can't get up this early every day, um, you know, this is for the this is for the devoted this early. This is where we get started early. Devoted people get started this early in the morning. And not that if you don't get started this early, you're not devoted. I know many, many people that are far more devoted to things in life than me or, you know, uh, in certain areas or whatever it is. But um, I don't know. There's just something about getting the day started, being up early with the word of God, having a coffee. And uh, there's mornings, you know, I'll have a coffee with my wife and, you know, I, I wake up a little bit later. Um, you know, maybe I don't get my day started till later, but I've really enjoyed doing these in the morning, um, waking up early with, with everybody that joins me live and, uh, um, 
it's really it's really been a blessing. So I hope you had a great weekend. And I don't know, maybe you gotten some exciting things. Um, I had a very relaxing weekend. Uh, was with family and really I stayed home Saturday. Um, it was a very rainy day here. I don't know if you're in Florida or wherever you're watching from. Um, let me welcome everybody from all the platforms. We've got, oh, a little bit of people on Facebook, and we've got someone on uh, Twitter and people watching on Twitch. But thank you, everybody that's joined and uh, um, that's with us live. Thank you guys for being with me. Um, like I said, share the broadcast. Hit the share button while you're thinking about it before we get into the word this morning. We're going to make our confession, <clears throat> and we're going to continue teaching, um, reading and teaching about faith. And uh, today I titled Knowledge, the difference between knowledge and faith or knowledge versus faith. And then uh, um, four ways to get your prayers answered. And we may not get all the way through all four of the notes, but uh, talking about knowledge versus faith, what's the difference? How do we get our prayers answered by God? I think that's an important thing. You know, there's a lot of people right now um, in society today hurting. Um, people are scared. There's, there's financial crises going on around the world. Um, there's wars, there's rumors of war. Uh, we're certainly in the end times. We're, we haven't reached the end. We're not, we're not after the end yet. In other words, where uh, Jesus has come back, but we're in the very close end to times. And, you know, one thing we can't do is give up in our race and start doing things differently. There's no need to do anything differently. You press into God, but you press more fervently. The only thing you need to do more of, it's not different, but you need to do more of is press into the word of God. You know, it's important in these times that we are close to God, that he is close to us. He wants to be close to us, but it's not his decision. You know, he, he, he loves you. He's not, he's not chasing after you. He's given everything to have you. Uh, we have to be God chasers, me and you. We have to chase God, be fervent in our love for God, do everything we can to be close to God. Um, so let's do all that we can to do that. Especially in these end times, there's a lot of people that need our help and a lot of people that may be watching this or listening that need help. And so um, I want to do my best to reach as many people as I possibly can. Let me share the broadcast as well while I'm thinking about it because I've got my own personal page, but I'm going to go ahead and share the broadcast. Um, I'm telling everybody to do it and I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to go onto the page and share it here, but get your Bible out. Um, we're going to go to First scripture we're going to go to, I believe, is in Hebrews. And uh, Hebrews chapter 10. Shared. Boom. Just like that. So anyway, thanks for everybody that's live this morning. It's good to see everybody. And if you're live and I didn't uh, give you a shout out just because I didn't see your comments, nothing personal. I just didn't see your comment for whatever reason. But uh, I just wanted to greet everybody that did comment this morning. But let's go into uh, Romans 10, I'm sorry, Hebrews 10, and then uh, let's do our morning confession together, and then we'll, from there, we'll read the Bible. Um, let me put up the, our confession, if I can find it. Here it is. Ready? Let's read together. My Bible is my survival guide for life. By it I live, and by it I die. I receive all the words that it has for me today, and I will walk in victory for the rest of my life. Amen. Amen. If you believe that, you just say amen where you're at. Believe God with me. And uh, let's keep pressing into the things of God in our life. Amen. 
Well, he, uh, I'm in Romans, actually. That's why I keep saying Romans. I keep seeing it at the top of my page here. But I want to actually go to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. And I want to go to the sixth verse. Well, let's start in actually, let's start in verse 1 of Hebrews 11. We're starting to talk about knowledge versus faith. And this was a, um, my wife and I were talking a little bit about this last night, but this is something that's been on my heart and something I've been studying, reading about. And I think this will help a lot of people uh, to get to the next level with God, with their faith, with their confidence in God. And I think this will be a blessing to a lot of people. And it's been a blessing to me. So hopefully it helps and, and it's good for you. Let's pray. And then we'll get right into the word this morning. Lord, we thank you. We love you. We worship you this morning. We thank you for all that you do. Lord, we thank you for all that you've done. But you're a mighty God. We love you. We take this time to worship you and praise you. We thank you, Lord. We love you. We honor you, exalt you above anything else in our life. Your priority. We take this time in the morning, Lord, to devote our life to you. It's not, our, it's not our life and we're including you in it, Lord. We have given our lives up to serve you. And Lord, many people serve in, in ministry and serve in business and serve you in many capacities, Lord. And we ask that whatever we do, whatever we put our hand to, that we would be prosperous, that we would be blessed. Wherever our footsteps, it would grow and increase. In Jesus' mighty name, I speak over every person listening this morning, uh, whatever time they're watching or listening. Father, help them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, if you haven't got there yet, we're in Hebrews 11. And I'm going to read out of verse 1, and we're going to go through, uh, go through verse 6. But just so I can access my computer and all the fun stuff here, I'm going to read uh, right off my notes uh, out of the New King James Version. Ready? Hebrews chapter 11, and uh, let me go to verse 1. Thank you, Lord. Thanks for everybody. Comment if you're joining me live. Let me know that you're with me live, and we'll start in Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen, for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Verse 4, by faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and through it being dead still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. But for before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So it's important for us to realize that our faith in God pleases him and it, it's the only way that he's pleased it says you know there's very few things in the bible you'd be hard pressed to find multiple places in the bible where god says it's impossible we're constantly reading where impossible things happen for the believer impossible things that could have never happened for anybody else are happening for the believing person and that's so true for us even today is that god will do the impossible for us and through us, he'll cause us to do impossible things that would have never been possible without him. And so in, in the scripture, you won't find a lot of times where it says, for you, think something is impossible. You won't find it a lot of times. He said, you know, all the time he's saying, with God, all things are possible. You know, things, anything can happen, miracles can happen, et cetera, et cetera. 
But here he says, with, without faith, it's impossible to please God. It is impossible to have any, for him to have any pleasure in you without faith. So it'd be important for us to find out what we can do to please God, to have faith. And more importantly, you know, we want to please God. That should be a priority in, on the inside of us. If, if you don't care uh, enough to say, well, you know, that's fine. I want to please God, but you know, Hey, I've got bills. <laughs> I want to please God, but Hey, I've got, there's something in my body that I need healing for the, the whatever the case is that, you know, there's someone in my life that needs deliverance from something. And I don't want to take the time to please God. I want to get my stuff met. That's not how it works. A lot of times people think that, um, you know, they think the opposite of how God's laws and commands work. And what I mean by that is they think, well, you know, when, when, when I get everything in order at that point, I will, I'll give and support ministries and churches and things like that, or I'll give my time and help at a church. And they think of it like it's a, like, like church is a, uh, 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 you know, a benevolent type activity that gives back to the community. Well, that's not the case at all. Church isn't some benevolent activity or some third, you know, some extracurricular that when you've got your life all together, then at that point you can help and serve. No, that's a duty of a Christian is to help and to serve in the community, in, in the community through the church by that way. That's a resp- that's top tier responsibility, in fact. And, you know, people have that mentality, you know, when my ship comes in, I'll give it back to the church and, you know, or I'll give back. That's when I'll start donating and things like that. But God's ways are opposite than that. He says, re, he says, sow before reaping you. sow before you believe, you know, before you have the quote unquote ship that comes in, you sow first, and then you reap a harvest. You give of your time first before you think you have enough time to give back and God will provide for you freedom, flexibility. See, this is how God's things work. This is faith and confidence in God. And in Hebrews, we just read to please him. It's you have to have faith and confidence in him and to have faith and confidence in him. It says you must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. But what I want to what I want to bring up is how does this faith come to us? We were talking about this last week, but I really want to drive this home and talk about a subject and a point that God's really brought made clear to me over these past couple of days and weeks is how faith comes to us is a very specific way. Uh, Romans 10, if you'd turn there, Romans 10, I want to read uh, verse 14 through 17. This is very important to understand because there's levels and tiers, right, of faith. You can have, the Bible says, and just before we read out of Romans, the Bible, I, I don't want people to get confused, but I want to be clear about this because a lot of people think they have faith or confidence, but really they just know what the Bible says. Faith is not knowledge about something. Knowledge is, is reading something, you know, seeing what it says and, and believing it, knowing it, but that's not, there's a difference between knowing and faith. The Bible says in Romans, let's just read that out of Romans 10. And then let's read starting in verse 14, how faith comes to us. Romans 10 and starting in verse, let's start in verse 14. 
Ready? Says then how then how then shall they call on him in whom they've not believed, and how then shall they believe in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? It is written, How beautiful are those that preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith, verse 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes to you by preaching, by the preaching as we read in context. How shall they hear without a preacher? Faith comes by hearing through a preacher. And so we have to get an understanding of this that First of all, your opinion is irrelevant when it comes to the Word of God. My opinion is completely irrelevant when it comes to the Word of God. You have to take the book, the Bible book, in context and in referencing the scriptures that it's in, which is in context. But then you have to understand that it's it's infallible. It's not your opinion. You don't have to believe it for it to be true. This is factual and truth. It's not just facts. It's truth. There's, the Bible says that the word of God is spirit and it's power. It divides your soul and your spirit. It gets right to the heart of things. This is truth for us. So we have to believe that first. Now, before I start talking about how faith comes to you and why it comes to you and what we do with it once it comes to us, you got to understand that there are levels to the faith. The Bible talks about uh, Jesus saying that if you have faith as the grain of a mustard seed, and a mustard seed's very, very tiny, like itty bitty. So if you can have faith as small as a mustard seed, that's a, he's referencing a size of faith. So you could have small faith. You can have large faith. The Bible says that Abraham's faith, he had strengthened, his faith was strengthened in God. In the time where Abraham, who in the Old Testament Genesis, God made a promise to Abraham. And Abraham's faith, his confidence in God was strengthened. Well, if your faith can be strengthened, that means it can be weakened. If you can have faith as the size of a grain of a mustard seed, you can have faith the size of an elephant. Right? There's different sizes. And the Bible says in Jude that you can build your faith up so you have this faith. You can build this faith up, praying in the Holy Ghost, strengthening your faith, and you can revelate on the Word of God and build confidence within the faith that you have by reading the Word and developing in knowledge and Word and, and understanding of the Bible. But the Bible says faith comes to us one way. That's by hearing a preacher. Hearing someone preach and teach the Word of God is how faith is delivered to you. So a good example of this is just because someone, a preacher like myself, for example, if I'm teaching the word and I don't, and I'm teaching on something that's completely irrelevant to the needs that are in your life. Let's say you need healing in your body. You've got a, um, you know, a very serious thing that needs to have, um, needs prayer and needs healing. And you, you're in need of a miracle of, of sorts or whatever the case is, right? Well, if I'm if I start reading about Noah and the Ark of Noah, or if I start reading how Solomon Solomon built the temple and all of the components of the temple, and start reading every element of it, and going through, you know, all these technical terms about material and gold and sapphire and all these different types of rocks and emblems, and just because I'm reading that text 
I'm still reading from the spirit life giving word and faith can come to you about a completely different subject, a completely different matter. And you can start, your faith can start being, uh, you can start receiving faith and being built up in faith about whatever the need is that you have in your life. That's how the word of God works. You could, it doesn't mean you now have faith to go build a temple <laughs> to God or something like that. Your faith is being built. Your faith is, you're having faith delivered to you through the reading of the word by a preacher preaching it. See, there's people every morning that when I, when I'm reading and just going through this devotional, they're getting faith. Faith's being delivered to them because we're reading the word of God. There's a, there's a power from the word of God and faith is building you and you're developing in your faith. Well, that's not because of me. That's because the word of God is being preached and read. And it's different than you sitting and reading it. And what, what a lot of people don't understand is they, they mentally, I heard Dr. Barclay use this term, they mentally assent. They get, they get to a, a place where they've read the Bible, they've studied the Bible, they understand the Bible, but then they haven't received faith. It's, there's a big difference. Just because you know what the scripture says, here's how you know. Here's how you know the difference between it. Because when something happens, let's say you, get a, uh, you go to the doctor and they give you a, a sentence. I've, you know, there's been people in our church that they've been told they have about six months and then their life is going to be over at that point. Well, when you, when the doctor reveals that to you, just knowledge of a scripture can be hard to stand on when that knowledge comes in. It's whatever knowledge is more powerful. If all you have is knowledge of the word, you have to have faith and confidence in the word. It's a, there's a major difference between the two, you know, it, just because you, you know what a scripture says doesn't mean you have faith because you've read it yourself. That faith has to come to you through a preacher preaching it. That's why, why do you think, why do you think right now of all times in our country, the devil's working so hard to keep people out of church, to keep people from reading, from the Bible being available to them, but the because when things he works the hardest when those things come up to keep you from church and from the preaching of the word because that's how faith is delivered to you he knows if we can get together we can be in a place like that if we can be under an assembly like that there's no gonna there's not gonna be any stopping a christian you know i was talking to my wife about this um last night you know i i'd be we were at uh um we were at a theme park and she said, we, you know, we were looking over the edge of something long story short. Uh, we were looking over, we we're on top of one of these high, uh, water slides or whatever. And I was looking over the edge of the gate and I was like, wow, it freaks me out a little bit being up this high. And she, and she made a comment to someone. She goes, that's the first time ever I've heard Dylan say he was scared of something. And the reality is I, I just, you know, I don't, I, there's really nothing that brings fear to me that really stays long inside of me. And, and I, a lot of times I have to work hard at being conscientious or caring about things that should f bring fear to most people. I, I, I have to conjure that up because I just, even if I, even if I forget a scripture, not like mentally, if I forget what a scripture says, the faith for that is in here because I've heard it at one point preached. And if it's about healing, for example, 
I've heard it preached so many times that God's a healer. I've heard preacher, preacher after preacher preach the scripture that Jesus took stripes for his, for my healing. So when I, when, when something happens to me health wise, confidence, my confidence is, is in God and his word that I, I have to work harder to believe the knowledge or the information I receive from a doctor about my own body to get in fear about it instead of just trusting the word. I have to work hard at that because I, 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 I've had preaching so much delivered into me about confidence in Jesus for healing that it's, it's harder for me to believe that I'm not healed than I am to believe that I'm, that I'm sick. And I'm, I'm not saying that to brag to you by any means. I want to, I'm trying to convey to you the, the reality of what faith does if you've had it preached to you and delivered to you. It's, it's so different than reading the word. It can't be the same. Why do you think, even if you can't make church, we believe in live streaming a service and making it available on the web. Why do you think that Facebook and things like that, like dwindle? Like, for example, when I reached a certain platform level of, I, I mean, I was having uh, 20, 25 people each morning on just Facebook alone, not including YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, just Facebook, people streaming on here. And then what happens is they, they, my share capability went down by how many people it streamed out to. Do you think that's a coincidence that it's on these type of services, like these type of messages that go out? Absolutely not. I don't, I don't, you can't convince me of it because the people that run these type of corporations, the social media platforms, they're corrupt. If you've ever sat and watched one of these interviews with like Mark Zuckerberg or any of these other guys that run these um, billion dollar platforms, they're all about controlling what the messages that goes out on these platforms. Why? Because it's different than you just reading the word. It's different. That, that, that's why I felt so impressed to do more. I, I, first thing I felt impressed to do, let me tell you, I've never said this before. But the first thing I felt impressed to do was just send a morning devotional email out. I felt impressed to do that. But as soon as that impression came alongside of that came the impression from God. I'm talking about from the Lord, the leading of my spirit was to do a live broadcast as well and to make it available audio and visually, you know, visually is just, you know, I think people like seeing something is cool too, but making it available on podcasts, making the audio available. Why? Because there's something different about the preaching of the word. And I'll bet you a lot of people don't like that. Well, I don't, I just don't, I choose, I don't believe that Dylan. I think you can get faith by reading the word. That's cute. And I, I think you can too, but it doesn't matter what me and you think it's matter. It matters what the word of God says. And the word of God says faith comes to us by the preaching and hearing of the preaching of the word of God. That's how faith is de delivered to you. So you have, you can have faith and you can build that faith up, but to get more faith, to have it, to have more of it delivered to you, you have to hear preaching. That's why the devil works so hard to keep people out of church, keep them from watching a live stream, keep them from disengaging from the preaching of the word. You could just study at home. You don't need a preacher. You know, why is that the first thing to go? Not the Bible. He doesn't say to get rid of the Bible. You don't need that Bible. You could just study at home. Have a little, have a little Bible study at home. Read by yourself. No, sir. No, ma'am. You've got to be in the church around preaching and teaching. It could be, I'll tell you the most time, the one time in my life that I felt the most faith come to me in my life, it was, there was seven people 
not including the preacher, when I sat in the first service at New Way Church in Palm Coast. It was at the my high school cafe. Uh, no, it was at the high school library. It was my pastor preaching, his wife, his three boys, and his mom, who's watching this morning. Mama Connie is watching this morning, and my mom was sitting with me. And there, so there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then Pastor Rich, who I call Dad now, but he's preaching, and faith was delivered to me that day like I had never felt it before preaching and, and you know he's still preaching the same thing today be rapture ready be in faith and confidence towards your god live holy he's still preaching the same thing but but my point is i had the bible my whole life my dad was a pastor my, my biological father was a pastor i'm not saying he didn't preach faith but my my point is i had a bible my whole life why didn't i have the same level of faith until i sat in that meeting that day when i was 17 years old heard that preaching and teaching come to me, what was the difference? What was the difference? I had my Bible my whole life. My, in fact, my Bible, I still have it. It's in, my, it's in a, a storage box that I have. It, the Bible's falling apart. I still have that same Bible I grew up with. Well, that Bible, he, he was reading out of the same Bible, but it took him preaching to me. It took me, and my mom, she'd been telling me to read the Bible. You know, and I, I wasn't living right at the time. I was 17 years old. But it took that preaching of the word to come to me, to come to me, to develop this faith, to go to the next level, because that's how faith comes to you. It doesn't develop that way. It can, it can grow by the preaching as well, but it, you can develop your, you can strengthen your faith in prayer time with God and reading the Bible. You can build your faith up, revelate on the word of God, meaning you spend time meditating on this. You start reading out of it. You start meditating on what it says. And you can build your faith up. In Jude, it says by praying in the Holy Ghost, you can start building that faith and that confidence towards God. But the only way to get more of that faith, more faith coming to you, is by the sitting through the preaching and teaching of the Word of God. It's not popular. Probably not a very popular thing. And that's okay. Because I want to be what I'd rather be popular with God than popular with what means my opinion or your opinion or anybody's opinion is. I'd rather be confident in the word of God. And so one thing I want to start today, uh, we talked about how faith comes to us. And I want to talk, start here and then we'll end with this and pick up more of it tomorrow is four secrets of a prayer being answered. I read this uh or I put this on my, the title of my broadcast, but four ways to get your prayers answered. And I want to start with the first one, which is pleasing God. Uh, let me read out of 1 John 3. It says in verse 21, And beloved, if our conscience or hearts do not accuse us, if they don't make us feel guilty and condemn us, we have confidence, complete assurance, and boldness before God. And we receive him from him whatever we ask. So this is one of the ways, there's four, four ways of getting your prayers answered. Number one is pleasing God. And we receive from him whatever we ask because we watchfully obey his orders. So this is about getting your prayers answered, not just pleasing him. But this is about getting your prayers answered. But, but pleasing God is a way to get your prayers answered uh, because we receive from him whatever we ask because we watchfully obey his orders observe his his suggestions injunctions and follow his plan for us and habitually practice what is pleasing to him 
That's faith in him. Confidence in him is pleasing to him. So we obey his orders. We obey his commands. We obey his plan for our life. Think about that for a second. I'll clo- I'm closing with this. God has a plan for your life. Now you have to carry the plan out. You're the one that has to make that plan happen for your life. But think about for every person, young, old, God has a plan for your life. And you can follow that plan for your life. And you can also not follow that plan for your life. You can go, you can make your own plans for your life. And you can also follow God's plans for your life. And if you want God's, God's, uh, answer to your prayers to be there you have to follow his plans for your life it's one thing it says in first john if our hearts do not condemn us we have confidence and boldness and in a complete assurance before god we receive him we receive from him whatever we ask because we watchfully obey his orders follow his plan for us i'm reading out of the amplified and habitually practice what is pleasing to him. Well, what is pleasing to him? Faith coming to us is pleasing to God. It pleases God when you sit. That's why it says that these preachers and teachers are a gift to the church, to the body of Christ. They're a gift to us because that's how faith is delivered to us. Well, Dylan, you're just trying to get us in church. Well, I definitely need you in church. God needs you in church. But that's not the... The premise of it is to be in church and be a number in church. That's where you please God is being in, in his presence in, in, the, in, the, in the span of everything all week. Out of 168 hours from Sunday through Saturday, you spend 40 hours working. You spend, you know, another uh, whatever it is, you know, another seven hours at the gym, another, uh, you know, 40 hours sleeping because you spend, you know, seven, eight hours a day sleeping. You know, you spend whatever it is, you've got time to spend with God. You need to spend some of that time every week with God. And if in and, and the two days for we're not even talking days, we're talking three, four hours, maybe max. Most church services are like 45 minutes or an hour, you know, and that's where God is. His presence is devotionals like this. Faith comes to you this way. Encourage someone that you know that needs to grow in their faith and to have confidence towards God to listen to a broadcast like this. Pull it up on an Apple Podcast for them to show them how to get it on Apple Podcast. And if you don't know, you it's it's very easy to do. But share this kind of stuff with people and let them know so that their faith can develop and grow. Tomorrow we're going to continue in the four ways to have your prayers answered. But number one, number one way to have your prayers answered is by pleasing God. And faith pleases God and faith comes to us by hearing the preaching of the word. So I hope this helped you this morning. Episode 100. I should have made it a bigger deal. I don't know. I'm working on becoming a great uh, podcaster or devotional, whatever. But all I can do is what I know to do and what I... Uh, you know, have learned to do, and that's preach the word and and stand true to the word. But listen, if this blessed you this morning, just hit a hit a like button. Let me know that you joined live by leaving a comment. I'm so thankful for everybody that's on. Some people I saw join later. Thanks everybody that that did join. Jared, I see you're on, brother. It's good to see you, man. Christine, Keith, good to see you, my man. Love you, brother. 
Ruth, it's good to see you guys and everybody else that joined. I know I, I called some of you guys out earlier today, but uh, share the post if you don't mind. Hit the share button on Facebook if you're there. Um, if you're on Twitch, thanks for joining. I appreciate you, you participating today. Uh, people on Twitter, um, it's a terrible feed on Twitter, but you know, as far as the video quality, I think it never comes through good for me, but thanks for joining on Twitter and, uh, um, and watch later or listen later on Apple podcasts. But thanks for everybody that supports this ministry, uh, financially and through prayer, especially through prayer. Thank you for the people that pray for us and what we do. Um, we're trying to reach the world here. I'm trying to help people. So join in with me, whether it be financially or whether it be through prayer, believe with me. And thank you for everybody that joins in the morning. Hope you have a great day today. It's going to be a great week. I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. for Get Up With God. And uh, enjoy the short outro video that I added just so it's not blank at the end. Um, in fact, you know what I did, you guys saw in the beginning of it, or uh, the, the beginning video there, um, it's pretty cool. Go, go back and watch it. I've got a few different advertisements on there. I thought that'd be great to do in the beginning of these. Um, you know, you saw uh, you saw the Magnolia B, a great boutique that that um, my dear family, um, Brittany and her mom, my pastor, Pastor Kim, they started and um, the cool merchandise, things like that. Go check that out. And then some other apps and things like that that you can check out on there. But you can go go back and rewatch that. And that's just gives people an opportunity to get on and stuff. But then I've got a short outro. That way it's not blank when we end. But like I said, thanks everybody that joined live and were with me. I'll see you tomorrow morning, bright and early for Get Up With God. Uh, I'll see you in the morning. Love you. Bye-bye.